This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hyde Park's Promontory Point is now an official Chicago landmark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. The Point, as it's often called, is a man-made peninsula jutting into Lake Michigan. It provides spectacular views and is beloved by residents of surrounding neighborhoods and beyond. Advocates have been pushing to preserve the park's limestone steps, fountains, pathways, and pavilion since the early 2000s. So what does the new designation mean for the area? We're speaking with Ward Miller, Executive Director of Preservation Chicago, and Fifth Ward Alderman-elect Desmond Yancey. Starting May 15th, he'll be representing parts of Hyde Park, Woodlawn, and South Shore in City Council. What was your reaction to the news yesterday, Ward? Oh, uh, fabulous news. You know, we've been working towards this goal with so many community partners uh, on the South Side and the South Side um, communities around Hyde Park and South Shore, uh, the uh, Promontory Point Conservancy. And this has been a two-decade effort and we're now landmarked, and that's really fabulous Long news. Long time coming. <laughs> Your thoughts, Desmond? Yeah, I share those same thoughts. You know, just having been uh, a fan uh, of the point since 1985, and just had a number of fond memories there, and just excited about you know where we go from here, particularly um, with the community's work over the last 20 years finally coming to fruition. So that we understand, Ward, what does this designation mean exactly? This designation brings about all sorts of protections to this really special place uh, on Chicago's south side. Uh, It will uh, encourage a Secretary of the Interior standards for restoration of the revetments. Those are the limestone steps versus that sort of, you know, terrible concrete step that you see everywhere uh, throughout the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And it also encourages uh, preservation of the Alfred Caldwell landscape. Uh, Alfred Alfred Caldwell was a really noted uh, uh, landscape architect. Ironically, also one of my professors when I studied architecture at IIT. Uh, But we're really excited about the whole process, the Buxbaum Fieldhouse building Mm -hmm. there, Um, and all the landscape and the revetments will be preserved. Yeah, you know, dig in a little bit more, because I know you grew up in Hyde Park, Ward, and you've seen the the conservation efforts over the decades. Give us just a a brief history of how we got here from from the Save the Point campaign of 2000. You know, a lot of promises made by a lot of people over time, and even – uh, conversations with uh, f- former President Barack Obama when he was a community organizer. And uh, it really preserved the point to this po- this particular moment in time. But, you know, it's it's really time to address some of the revetment issues, the repairs that are needed, mm-hmm. but to do them sensitively so that we don't disturb, um, y- you know, this incredible uh, – an incredible landscape in Chicago. This incredible feature on the lakefront. Sure. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Desmond, about how we got here? 
Um, you know, just the, the hard work of folks in the community. And you know, as a former community organizer, now turned elected official, I, I know the power of community and what it can bring about. And you know, I just, I'm just really, you know, excited about the moment and also hopeful that the city is willing to hear um, and respect the thoughts of the folks who have done this work for such a long time. And, you know, towards point, making sure that it preserves the character of this beautiful feature and doesn't work to diminish it uh, in the name of, you know, cost-saving efforts or some other, just some other criteria which they use to dilute the work that people have done. Desmond, tell us more about what the, the point means to you personally. Uh, wow. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm a Kenwood Academy alumni, so I spent a lot of time there, you know, in high school and uh, just through my life um, over the last 35 years, the point has just been um, a, a place of reflection, a place of exercise, and really just one of the most beautiful things uh, about the Fifth Ward. And, you know, just brings so much any time of the year. It's just an amazing place to be. It's a great place for families. Uh, and also just tells a great story of the South Side uh, and Chicago. When I think about the fire pits and what that the story behind the fire pits and how it's representative of the nation tribes that were here yeah. long before we got here. And, you know, even its story and protecting our country with, um, and Ward, you could probably speak better to this than I can, but I believe it was a radio tower or some connection to uh, missile silos in Jackson Park that were also there at the point. Having been, you know, um, visiting that area for such a long time, these are things that I found out over the last couple of years as I paid more attention to the the. Uh, promontory point conservancy efforts. And so when we think about the story that we want to tell about what this uh, feature means to the community, I think we should tell a much more full story so that people can have a much better understanding of why this effort has been so important. Yeah. Ward, I saw you nodding along there. Oh, I agree with the the elect alderman, uh, newly elected alderman. Uh, This is really uh, a fabulous place in Chicago. We want to see these places restored and kept special as they are in spirit and in design. And we even have an idea to make the entire Chicago Lakefront a national park, which we feel that would preserve more of these special sites. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I I want you to talk us through the process. I mean, how does a building or a park become an official landmark? Well, in this particular case, it's uh, really community organizing and bringing the attention uh, to the city of Chicago And then there's a multi-step process where things are brought into a preliminary landmark state. Uh, There's reports from the department. But, you know, it's really – and then it goes through a process towards uh, final completion and, and, uh, if you will, uh, made an official Chicago landmark by the Chicago City Council, Mm -hmm. all the council members voting, basically all the aldermen uh, voting in support. Uh, But this is – a very long process, and I have to tell you, it's so important to have our elected officials, um, like our aldermen, like our state senators, like our our uh, our Congress people, uh, involved. And they were all very much involved in this effort. And there's so many thank yous out yeah, here. I couldn't even Ald- begin. Yeah, we had to mention <laughs> outgoing Alderman Hairston. Right? Yes, yes, was, she's was... been phenomenal. Um, and, and Robin Kelly, uh, Congresswoman Robin Kelly, mm-hmm. and the list goes on. Uh, Senator Peters uh, from the state of Illinois. Uh, just uh, just an incredible volume of people that have been on this effort for more than 20 years.
This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. As of yesterday, Hyde Park's Promontory Point is now a Chicago landmark. Advocates have been working to preserve the area for over two decades. We're talking now with 5th Ward Alderman-elect Desmond Yancey and Ward Miller of Preservation Chicago. Uh, Desmond, tell us a bit more about what you're hearing from community members about uh, the Promontory Point decision. What were, the, what were the conversations like ahead of the vote? Well, ahead of the vote, there was concern about if this was actually going to happen. I think there have been fits and starts for a while. And, you know, again, towards point, um, um, uh, unmet promises. And so there was a question about if this was really going to happen. And then the secondary question about if it happens, is it going to happen the way that the community has uh, demanded, or is it going to happen in a way that um, is less in line with community values? And you know, I think there's still work to be done um, with uh, the administ- this new incoming administration to make sure that community needs are met. But we've also got an administration that seems to be, uh, you know, at this point, amenable to, um, you know, community and understands the power um, that people hold, that community members hold. Um, and use that to transform their neighborhoods as we think about not just a point over the next four years, but just an amazing opportunity uh, for this council to make sure that uh, we're creating a city, a world-class city mm-hmm. that we, the world-class city that we have, that we're able to show it um, and so that it stands up against any other city in this world. Well, you know, soon you will be taking the reins in the Fifth Ward, right? So talk to us about your plans to just make sure that the point continues to be protected. Well, just to follow in the steps of my predecessor, uh, I'm going all to woman Harrison, is to lean into the community and make sure that they know that I'm an advocate uh, and will work and fight to support their their will. Um, been having some conversations up to the election with um, various stakeholders uh, around our parks and around the community and look forward to having more of those conversations. Uh, taking a moment, hopefully, to celebrate um, this great victory, but then getting right back to work to ensure that as I mentioned earlier, that the plan that the community has presented is the one mm-hmm. uh, that shows up at the end. And as we mentioned a number of times now, Alderwoman Leslie Harrison being so instrumental in securing this designation, what do you think it means for her legacy, Desmond? Uh, I think it's the capstone, right? This was an issue that came about shortly after she entered office. And you know, she, too, is a lifelong resident of the ward, and I would have to believe has had some fond memories of the point and understands how important it is to the High Park and High Park community at South Shore by relation. And you know, the last conversation we had with, uh, about this was before the vote yesterday, but she talked about her legacy and how um, this is one of the, this, the last thing on her, her uh, box, or last thing on her sheet that she wanted to get checked off. So yeah. I'm grateful that uh, the council was able to deliver that for her at her last city council meeting. So, Ward, what is next for Preservation Chicago in, in regards to the point? Well, we want to make sure that we're part of the Army Corps of Engineers uh, meetings that are ongoing. Uh, any type of uh, drawings and proposals we'd like to see the community be a part of in the Promontory Point Conservancy along with uh, Alderman-elect Yancey. And uh, we want to very much be a part of this whole process. Uh, it's, a, it's a first step, if you will. Yeah. Uh, towards towards a really wonderful outcome, or what could be yeah, a wonderful outcome. I mean, because mission accomplished on one hand, but there's still work to do. The work just begins, actually, Sasha. Yeah. Earlier in the show, uh, we talked about places for, for teens to congregate. Um, we talked about programs for them in the city as well. So this, in light of teens' 
damaging property and, and being arrested in the loop last weekend. Promontory Point, we know, is a, a major meeting place for folks. It's beautiful. It's it's just a great space. And this is for people of all ages attracted to this area. So how do we ensure public spaces are meeting the needs of the community, including young people, Desmond? I think it starts with outreach of the community to find out how the spaces should be utilized. During my during the campaign, I spoke with a number of folks who felt like, you know, who agreed with me that our parks were underutilized but weren't sure how we use it. And we think about a place as big as the promontory point is, there are just a lot of ways we can engage young people. But too often when we have this conversation about how we can support them, keep them safe, um, and give them, you know, culturally rich activities, we tend to exclude them from the conversation. So as I think about my work in the Fifth Ward, it is, you know, bringing them in, having these conversations about how we can support them, but also, you know, playing the role of adults and making sure that we are um, aligning them with success as opposed to letting them decide how we can support them. So it's like there's this involving them in the process. And again, this goes back to my organizing roots where people who are closest to the problem should be involved in the solution. And when they're involved in the solution, they're more likely to, to, to work hard to make sure that they're successful. Your thoughts on that, Ward? You know, I agree uh, completely with the alderman. And, uh, you know, there was a time when the Park District uh, before it became so privatized, was more engaged with programming uh, for youth and really had more activities and programs along the lakefront. And we really want to encourage that to come back. There, we've seen a lot of cuts at the Park District over time. And I think engaging our youth uh, and our children and even our adults in, in programming uh, at places like the Point would be so instrumental towards um, uh addressing some of the issues that we've seen in our cities across the nation, but especially in Chicago in the last few weeks. We'll leave it there. That was Preservation Chicago Executive Director Ward Miller and Fifth Ward Alderman-elect Desmond Yancey. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Michael Liptrot, and it was edited by Andrew Merriweather and Linnea Dominic. Catch every episode of Reset Monday through Saturday by subscribing to our podcast. That's all for this episode. We'll talk to you this afternoon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.